You're listening to the Halfling 13 Gaming Podcast, made possible by the generous support of listeners such as yourself. If you enjoy this content, please like and subscribe. The Rise of the Rune Lords is a Pathfinder RPG campaign published by Paizo Publishing. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, revolutionizing your tabletop gaming experience. Chapter 4, Mokmurian. You guys are down in the lower depths underneath the giant city. This is the room where the cauldron was. This is where all the giant stuffed animal type statues were that have been destroyed. Over here is the side room where that where that forge was that has been animated and come to attack you. This is the angled passageway and you guys are currently right here. This is the stone wall that the wizard had created that blocked off that creature that was coming through the mirrored door. This is the side room where you guys had hid briefly. There's, an, there's one set of double doors that leads into the room and then another one that leads out of it that you guys haven't opened. James hid in there briefly also during the last fight. There is a uh, set of large doors over here and a single door over here that leads into the chamber where the space dogs supposedly are. And this leads over eventually to another door over there that leads into an unknown section. The original plan had been you guys were resting to recover your spells, healing, and whatnot while the druid explored, got some information, and ended up spotting the ambush before it actually fully arrived. But you guys have not finished resting to get your spells back. So you guys rest. The rest of the day goes by. You guys are now down to five days on the clock and everybody is healed, rested, recovered, and have a new set of spells. Let's go to the double doors. Swing those doors open. It opens into a small five foot deep chamber. Nothing but a bare wall. The only thing that's unusual that you guys spot is the stone, the stonework that makes up the rest of the hallways here. Other than this portion of the wall is all the same. This one is a perfectly smooth surface. It looks remarkably like what the end of the hallway in front of the mirrored door looks like at this point. Yeah, it definitely looks like a either a wall of stone or a stone-shaped spell. Something has manu- magically manipulated the stone here. Oh. It could be sheltering or keeping something in just like we did. I'd like to push on the wall to test and see if it's an illusion. It does not appear to be an illusion. It, feel, okay. it certainly feels solid enough. A little three-foot druid suddenly starts shedding rocks and stone and turns into an elemental. You do not sense anything moving other than the group within 60 feet. You are here in the wall. Mm-hmm. You can sense a chamber <laughs> beyond you, um, but that's all you have right now. Everything everything around you, basically, ten, every 10-foot section around you is nothing but stone. The natural wall, or the, the stone wall here, is this one. It's about 10 feet deep, 10 feet thick. Okay. You do not sense anything from your current position within 60 feet. Okay. Spend a couple minutes going around the room. You get this layout. <coughs> you can sense pillars in the room. You can sense the floor. Um, this section back here actually rises up a level, about 10 feet up, and then there's a platform in the back. And you do detect or sense something large moving around back here. That's it, with, unless you want to actually stick your head out and potentially reveal yourself. These doors here uh-huh. look like they lead into the section with the space dogs. I've got a magic 
circle against him. Like, we all hang out within that 10 foot radius. Can we just walk through the room? I mean, if the evil can't get near it. Then they cast on the wizard. Fall. The wizard feels no, protected. Swing the door open. Initially, you think you hear maybe a gust of wind or whatever, and that sounds like an eerie howl in the room. You look in, there doesn't seem to be anything of note in the room, per se. It's like a natural cavern that has partially collapsed and has strange architecture in that there. The sections that have not collapsed, there are no angles at all in. You guys move into the room, and you start to sense in the gloom and the shadows of the room, eyes watching you guys. There's definitely something here, but they don't seem to take any direct action against you. Either your spell is holding them off, they're otherwise intimidated, or something else is going on that they're not currently attacking. You guys make your way cautiously across the room. There seems to be three, maybe four of the creatures. They seem mostly hidden from sight, like they only appear in the shadows and so forth with just glowing eyes. They're definitely aware that you're there and you can hear some otherworldly growling coming from them, uh, but they don't actually attack or do anything else. You guys eventually make your way across the room over to the door. There are a pair of fancy-looking ancient doors that are closed. so you can't I will really... open them both like this. Okay, just push them both forward. Right. Push the door open. It meets some resistance. The doors eventually slide forward, and you are greeted by a completely opaque wall of fog that stays right at the doorway. You hear movement from the far side of the room, somewhere in the somewhere in the room, and you hear a, a deep uh, echoing laughter in the room. <laughs> Jennifer, you're first. Carter, what would you like to do? I. Uh, I'll make people confident with my laugh. Okay, you can tell a good joke. Stay where I am. Okay. Inside the circle. Craig. I'm going to move forward. The fog feels like you're going, you're pushing through brush and underground. So it makes you On difficult terrain. Yes. George, you see the, the paladin step into the fog and almost immediately disappear. How do I? James. I'm just going to stay near the door. You can send him up on up on the platform. He casts a spell. It has some effect. Nobody can see or sense what it is. Andy. I'm coming to the room. You smell rotten eggs. Ooh. As you reach there, one point of con damage. Right at your last movement, you break out of the box. Ben. I am going to step into that fall. You suffer two points of con damage. Jenny. Barbarian and fighter disappear into the cloud. You can still see the paladin. Okay, so you're just gonna move up to the doorway and stop there. Jason, you are underneath the ground. I'm gonna move towards like the halfway point of the room. I'm staying underground. Keith, the hallway appears to be filled with a solid fog spell. I guess I'll stay where I am. Cat, so cat's good. Sure. I'm gonna go head in. You get there and you smell the fog. You try to twist out of the effect of it. You twist out of the fumes at the last moment and you don't suffer any effect. Carter. And I'll just stand. Um, by the priest. Craig. I'm gonna try to move in. George. I'm going to move up. James. I'm gonna chase after them. You suffer two points of con damage. So we go to Monk Murian. He casts another spell. You can see him up on the platform where he is. You currently have a clear line of sight to him. And another wave of yellowish green fumes rises from the ground, covering the half of the room that you're in at this point. You feel nauseated, but are able to force it back down and resist the effects from that. Andy, yeah, I'm going to use my double movement here. Ben, uh, I am going to move to the other side.
You're, you're in a blind spot right now. You can't see anything, but you're also not being affected. Jenny. I'm gonna go ahead and move in here. Jason. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get a little bit closer. You're there underneath. Keith. Uh, I guess what, I'm 30 feet, so I guess we You're gonna move into the room? And lose one point of con. Cat moves up next to the bar and says, aren't you gonna get in there? No. Okay. I'm good with that. Jennifer, you suffer three points of cotton. Move over towards them. So you dive into the corner as well. From behind the rest of the group, you hear a howl as the hounds dive in and attack. So the cat takes nine points of damage from the tearing of its ankles. Ripping days. Bard. When do you escape? First one has no damage. Nine points. Now it's Carter's turn. I'm gonna step up into the room. I'll take the two attacks of opportunity, then close the door. They so. bite at you. The first one hits a 19. The second one hits a 23. That doesn't hit either. I won't even really close the door. I'll do a double move and move behind the priest. Craig. Um, I'm gonna move into the room. You lose two points of fortitude. I'm sorry, Con, I keep reversing the two. You feel nauseated, but are able to put you down as well. George, what would you like to do? I'm going to teleport here. So the, the sorcerer reaches out and opens a dimension door for you. Do you want to go with him? Okay. That would put you here, which get, which throws you out into the room there. You take 14 points of damage, and you are staggered during your next round. James! Let me come over. Two points of cost. The one you're resisting to now the, 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 the other spell. Man. He's going to aim at the priest. What he the casts the spell and shoots a thin gray green ray from his finger at you. He is casting a disintegrate spell. 15 points of damage. Andy. All right. I'll move. He gets an attack opportunity as you run forward. He swings his club at you and strikes a 34. I will use flesh wound. <laughs> 35 points of damage. As he smacks you with the club, it activates a embedded ability, which drains your life and looks like charges him. All right, I'll give it a shot and see if I can hit him. 34. Do you hit him? 30. He takes 20, which almost gets rid of the hit points he just got from you. Ben. I'm just going to stay where I'm at. Jenny. I'm going to try to do the dispel magic on the, okay. the poisonous Switch The amber dice. As that pop uh, just Jason. Okay. I am going to come out of the rubble and do some slams on the natural 20. 23. That's a miss. Your second strike? That's a miss. Ben. Does not get through his protection. Cat. It's going to withdraw into the room first. Okay. And as soon as he gets there, he's no longer restricted by this spot. Keith. Well, can I cast the uh, wall of stone on the other side of the bar? Throw up a stone wall. Jennifer. Yeah, to go twice and get there. Dogs. Right. They emerge from those corners and attack. Goes for the rogue. It's a 33 for nine points of damage. The priest is a 22 for five points of damage. And the sorcerer hits a 33. 11 points. Carter, what would you like to do? Um, Try to move forward. Three I'm going to move into the room. Sure. I think there's much more in front of me. 22. Definitely a touch. 19. It takes 19, you heal 19. James. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to punch it. 21. Okay, that is a hit. 12. So, big guy. He does two things. The first one, if he casts a quickened spell, um, it charges his hand with some dark energy, and then he reaches out and touches. He touches a 27. You are fatigued, 
which also gets rid of your rage. And then he then casts a second spell, raises his hands up, and attempts to throw you across the room. Touches you without much difficulty, picks you up, and throws you back here, and you land against the stone wall that's back there. Okay. <laughs> you take 43 points of damage as you slam into the stone wall, breaking through it in pieces. You don't completely destroy the stone wall, but you definitely break through. Andy, so you, still, you get back to your feet, Great. pull yourself out of the wall. Can I use a cure moderate wound? Bad. Uh, I'm going to start heading out of that corner now that the cock has fallen. Jenny. Sand down this building. Yeah. 19. Okay, you got him. Passes the save. 34. 34 points, so he takes 16, 18 points. Jason. I'm going to try an easy spell that hopefully works. Frigid Touch. 27. Oh, yeah, you, you got him. 13. He is staggered. Keith. Cat. Cat will go by the dog. 22. Hit. Jennifer. Can I move around to the back of it? Tumble 34. 34 is a success. And now you get to make an attack with flank. 31. 31 is a hit. 38. Their turn. It takes a swift action, dives into the pillar and comes out over here. And then gazes at you and you avoid the damage entirely. This one comes out over there, gazes at the priest. 18 points of damage. This one will go over there and gaze at the... Sorcerer. Carter, where are you? Craig. I'm going to try to move out of here. I'm going to um, cast my um, divine bond. George. Can I lightning bolt both the both dogs there? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna move that. The closest one fails. The other one passes. Thirty-one. James. Yeah, you step over there. So I want to punch it again. Natural 20 for <laughs> 19. Uh, yeah, I think you got him. 21 for the damage. 11 for cold. Andy, your turn. Yeah, I'm going to stagger <laughs> forward. Oh, Marion takes his turn. He's staggered. He casts a spell, and momentarily a screen of bluish energy appears right along this line here. It's a wall of force. He recovers from being staggered at that point. Ben. Uh, I'm going to go up and attack him. Over by one attack by power. You got him. 14. Yeah, that one crumples to the ground and disappears into the cracks on the top, on the ground. Jenny. So Mokmurians will save. Passes. The dogs will save. The one closest to me fails, the other one passed. So whatever you roll, Jason takes a quarter of it, Mokmurian takes half. 21. So you take five, Mokmurian takes 10, the dog nearest me takes 35, which vaporizes him as he returns to his dimension. The other one takes half of that, which is 17. He is still there. Jason. Well, I'm gonna try to blind him. I'm gonna spit some venom in his face. Okay, what spell is this one? Spit Venom. You successfully touched him. It blinds him for one round. I rolled a one, so he fails. So he loses one point of con. Keith! I got it. So Ke- Keith is going to delay and call for a teleport. Uber. Jason, what would the cat like to do now? The cat is going to turn and face that way. Jennifer. Those three people. We can hold it. hold it. The dog goes. He just gazes. He gazes at the rope this time. 33. Okay, that's fine. That was pointless. Carter. I'm gonna move over three, and then I'm gonna teleport him. Go right here. Craig. I'm gonna hold my action. George. 
One hit. Nineteen. James. Yeah, you beat you beat against the wall ineffectively. You can't get you can't do enough damage to it. Machmarian goes. He's blind. He senses a whole bunch of people right next to him. He casts a spell and drops a fireball at his feet. He does thirty-four to the elemental and the priest. He does seventeen to everybody else except the rogue who takes zero. The dog passes his saving throw. Dog is still there. Machmarian takes no damage. Andy. If I'm here, can I reach the dog? Yes. Find it to the dog guy. Yeah, that is enough to hit the dog. Then I hit four. Uh, yeah, dog goes away. Ben, you could jump down onto the stairs and then go around. That's what I'm gonna do. All right, I'm gonna stay there. Jenny. I'm gonna channel positive energy. Thirty-eight. Jason. I'm gonna cast the ice storm. Fourteen. He absorbs the first ten points of that. So he takes two plus two cold is four points. Jennifer. I'm gonna attack again. That's 29. Miss. Six. That's a miss. Carter. I'm gonna use hold monster. So he is frozen. I don't believe he has any defenses versus that. Thanks a lot, Carter. Craig, what would you like to do? Rise. 34. He, he takes 24. Mm-hmm. And he's dead. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. We are gone! That was, that was effective. <laughs> so obviously you guys have figured out how to work together. <laughs> <laughs> Thus ends Machmarian. Fundamentally that ends the chapter per se. There's a couple other pieces that we will go over. Given the time, it worked out really great. Um, we will wrap up here. You've been listening to the Halfling 13 Gaming Podcast. For more information, please visit us on the internet at halfling13.com. If you enjoyed this content, please like and subscribe.